Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers. Welcome back to Immortals. Uh, that was the wrong way around. Welcome back to Practical Heroes. Uh, with our flagship podcast campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of North America. Um, <laughs> the greatest fantasy setting on Earth. <laughs> 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 that would explain why everything's about this shit. Where are the heroes? Um, yeah, welcome back to Eroth, my mostly homebrew setting. Um, God, I'm fucking tired, man. I'm gonna kill the lich, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I'm sweating already. This is a good start. Mm. Oh, God, I'm tired, my heart's going too fast, and I'm sweating. Is this DMing? Yes, yes. it is. Um, <laughs> you'd think it's a new experience, but I'm, I'm used to anxiety attacks, so... <laughs> it's just another Tuesday night. Um, yes, welcome back. Um, I'm not going to redo the intro, so this is all going into the episode. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed what is usually Patreon content. But this time I'm too tired to redo. Um, <laughs> last time, <laughs> you guys uh, dealt with the problem in the engine room. Uh, you managed to remove the beholder corrupted into a mind witness. You fought off the mind flayers and you took a moment to rest recover and a word for process beginning with r so i can continue the alliteration um <laughs> process what had happened with the loss of quijo unfortunately um but you were able to get a nice long rest in which was good um gunnock finally read the letter that had been effectively attempting to force itself to be read by him. Um, Ethan managed a connection to Raphael for the first time probably intentionally outside of the downtime where Ethan had managed to feel a slight bit of help come in from Raphael, um, and now probably feels a bit more secure in his connection and got a nice little hint at a possibility of either new powers to come or possibilities of new uses of his time-based powers. Um, you then made your way up to or some of you made your way up to the captain whilst the rest of you did something else that I actually just don't remember I remember you guys splitting off but I don't remember why oh you were <laughs> you split in half so that half of you could uh, play around with the bodies and make sure people were alive or possibly not and see if anyone had been infected and the others went up to report back to the captain. I remember now. Um, luckily, 
the bodies all seemed alive and well outside of the uh, state of unconsciousness and um, pretty much everyone was able to witness the spectacle that was the enormous rock often seen from the deck of Promethea during travels. Um, you reported back to the captain about the goings-on below deck and he said he would dispatch some crew to retrieve the bodies that you had basically piled up <laughs> ready for collection and um, as you guys were on the main deck figuring out what to do next a swarm of wyverns attacked uh, and you guys got to witness the Mordothak air guard in full effect as their arcana mechanical wings unfurled from their armor and they began to disperse the swarm into more easily killable chunks but this did unfortunately bring one down onto the main deck of Promethea where it was promptly dispatched by the rest of you and its body was promptly invaded by Merry. <laughs> <laughs> as she began to tear it apart and then climbed inside for easy access to the rest of it um, and helped people in dissecting it mm -hmm. um, that was where we had left off with everyone everyone on deck um, you watched as a few more wyverns were kind of hauled over the sides as they'd been caught in harpoons in nets thrown onto the main deck and were being dissected by the crew as well ready for storage and either trade or sale at other ports of call um and as you guys finished your harvesting what would you like to do as Seth had, I believe, <coughs> handed the bag of holding over to Merry from a safe distance so they wouldn't get covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> right. I did, I did the, like, holding it by the strap and, like, swing it. <laughs> I believe this uh, is yours. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Mary is going to uh, take all of the things that they have collected and scrape all of the membrane and goop off of them so that they don't rot. You know, like one does. Okay. As, That's what as you do. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, easily done as well. It's it's a lot better considering you haven't really outside of. Well, I guess you didn't. I think you got a fight. Did you get a file of the sting of venom? I have two units of venom. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say Mary probably put it in a file as opposed to taking like the actual yeah. stinger sack. So there's no danger of like, here's this heart that we retrieved. Let's hope it doesn't turn to sludge before yeah. we sell it. But like um, the uh... so it's easily done getting rid of the stuff that would ruin things. Mm -hmm. You mean you mean we didn't get a bag of colding? No, no you didn't unfortunately but that is an item that i do have mm -hmm. but luckily you have a ranger who I knows how to supplement. prep <laughs> things for transport also that 
and and a Mary who knows how to deal with dead decomposing bodies. Yeah. <laughs> a ranger. I Because of what I know yeah. of Mary, I imagine that she would like took the bag of holding went, "Thank you," and promptly sat down exactly where she was to do all of mm-hmm. this. Uh-huh. Yeah, she didn't move at all. <laughs> just yep. Blop. So just watches fascinatedly. All right, so what is yeah. this process for? to keep it from rotting and she takes a blade across the back of one of the scales and like kind of flings off the viscera (laughs) as all that is happening um Ethan just kind of sits down and even though he was healed by Mary um after taking that stab wound he sits down kind of just hopefully just to recover a little bit more I'm not sure if we can Mm -hmm. take a short rest you can take a short rest if you want okay I think Mary would need it to attune to the bag I can actually never remember because it's one of those items yep. where it both does and doesn't make sense to be attunement, you know? It, it's not attunement. Or is it... Oh, I know why I always think it is. Because you can still have stuff in it that other people had put in. So in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm like, if you attune to it, you then have access to it. But it's not. It's if you know it's in there, you yeah. can then say, I'm going to reach in and grab this and you can pull out what had been put in there. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, Mary doesn't actually need it, but I guess that hour of the short rest is Mary cleaning off all the stuff. Yeah. She pulls out her her wet wipes that she carries everywhere. Mm-hmm. Get it all nice and you know, because you don't want you don't want that leather oh, yeah. stuff to get all nasty, moldy. I like to imagine as well the way she sits is the classic like the baby style just. Standing up, and now I'm sitting. Yep. <laughs> Just legs straight out from underneath, falls straight back onto her butt, and starts getting to work. Mm-hmm. It's more efficient. <laughs> kind of bounces a little bit as she lands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why waste time slowly sitting down? That just um, goes to standard journaling. I mean, it's like, oh, if we're not doing anything, it, mm-hmm. this is a nice enough spot to sit and catch up on my journal and then ask random benign questions to Mary like is there actually a use for any of that stuff or is that just like the extra (laughs) uh well if we were you know somewhere like more permanently based yes I could use most of that for something but we're kind of on the move so yeah don't really have like the time to like process everything and store it I mean like some of the sinew would be awesome for some threading but I just don't have time that makes perfect sense. That was absolutely a curiosity. Just goes like it just periodically looks up, asks a question like that, and then looks back to like, hmm, oh, good answer, <laughs> and then goes back to what he's what they were doing. Um and uh Ethan, just for your purposes for the short rest, just in case. Mm. So you remember during a short rest you can spend your hit dice and roll them add your constitution modifier and regain hit points because yeah, you did mention yeah. you did <laughs> yeah. want to do some healing and I noticed you looking down yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying to look through to again, find the information that, right yep 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 so I did do that and the, <laughs> I knew the luck <laughs> the hit die is a 1d6 correct or was it a oh, no, 1 yes yeah. uh, no 1d8 for a rogue is it a d8 for a rogue d8 yeah. okay well I rolled a roll I rolled the d6 for it but either way I, I healed up to max so I'm good fair enough um, d6, cool, cool, cool. d6 seems low what are you a wizard yeah, yeah. <laughs> squish in disguise. Um, 
This whole time, <laughs> he's been masquerading as a rogue, but he's actually a wizard. He's would, just a I really mean, that good wouldn't, illusion wizard. It would, it would not shock me with this at group. all for this yeah. group. <laughs> it explains the time. Really, really time wants magic. to believe he's a cleric. Yeah, he's actually a dunamancy wizard. I'm a time mage, guys. Yeah. I, that did always make me laugh. Where you're like, no, 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 I'm a cleric. I promise, Eldritch Blast. I, I promise, I'm a cleric, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure you are, Bob. Cool um, the very first thing they saw Yuri do was cast Eldritch Blast. So yeah, <laughs> they just assumed, oh, you're like me. I'm a cleric. Clerics can do that. <laughs> um. Cool. So at this point, as you kind of spend your your hour doing this, it would be around midnight now because mm -hmm. you took your long rest at an awkward point during the day, which is fine. It happens. Um, so it's it's around midnight. Um, you can see the moons nice and high in the sky. Um, it's high moon. It is, in fact, high moons. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what would you guys like to do? All the stars are out, there's, there's a lot less commotion on the ship, everything seems to have died down a fair amount, a lot of them have switched over for night shifts, um, and the crewmates who are on night shift are mostly just wandering the deck, sitting around having a drink there doesn't seem to be a huge amount needed or happening right now uh -huh. i look at my compatriots and i i think we solved the mystery for the most part I, we if the harbingers were gonna do something we got them off the ship before they could and then the mystery is they're dead so uh vacation well do we do we know for sure that we got all the harbingers off i mean we still have that crazy box <gasps> we should go check on the crazy box we absolutely yeah, check on the crazy box tell you what guys why doesn't someone roll uh, D100 for me? I'll do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, I don't have the ducky dice. I need... I'll just do it. Oh, Where's the ducky I, dice? I, I went to play a game of Call of Cthulhu and I used them for that. Ah. Mm. Naturally. Oh, that's too many dice. <laughs> but a 54. 54. Ooh. That is a fun one. Okay. Oh, good. Um, the ship explodes. <laughs> And as you guys are discussing and debating this, yeah, the ship just <laughs> straight up into Damn. flames. Um, <laughs> you you do hear um, action and commotion start to pick up a little bit on deck. You see a few of the uh, crew members starting to head over to one side, and you can hear... <laughs> which is, at this point, a sound you're quite familiar with having seen it a few times, I heard it a few times now I guess um, the sound of large wings beating wonder what it is what this time like to do. 
The skies are fraught with danger. <laughs> and as Mary says this, <laughs> the glittering off the scales as this enormous shape, <laughs> the stars are reflecting beautifully off the scales as it <laughs> up kind of alongside it for a moment kind of rockets up into the sky off the side of the ship and is twisting up into the air before it just suddenly stops hangs in place and just drops kind of on its back and as it's about to pass Promethea it suddenly flips up right again and you see this large probably around adult sized brass dragon now just kind of lazily drifting alongside the ship the long neck just cranes and looks towards the deck and you hear hello oh it talks pleasant evening <laughs> hi hello didn't expect that stands up and waves <laughs> and you now see why all of the crew had kind of rushed towards that one side of the ship <laughs> and they're all kind of watching this brass dragon as it's flying along it kind of banks to the side does a little barrel roll banks back towards the ship do all dragons talk mostly yes not all of them share quite the penchant for conversation that i have but most of my kind do yes and he kind of like back up into the air and completely like stretches and flexes out so you can see the full size and splendor of the brass scales, folds the wings back in, rockets back towards the deck, opens them up last second and is now just like hovering over the main deck looking down at you guys. I look hey at Mary. Me. I look at Edgar and go, I know you want to, go ahead and I let the bird go fly with the dragon. <laughs> if, if you would kindly don't eat the bird, it takes a bit. Hello, right. little one. Is it <laughs> up to his head? <laughs> and he just like extends out an arm and a little claw and kind of slots his claw into one of Ed's feet and shakes it like a hand. <laughs> nice. Hey. hey, Mary. Yeah. Um, Not all the time we see something like this, but we didn't really have any other plans to spend the evening. Um, let's see if we can ride us back. <laughs> I, we could certainly try, yeah. What uh, is the name of this delightful raven? That's Edgar. Pleasure to meet you, Edgar. <laughs> and Ed croaks back at him. <laughs> what, what's your name? I'm Mary, and this is my friend Seth, and this is my friend Ethan, and yada. Gunark should be right here. Gunark I don't know where he's there. at. He's just, yeah, he's just sat on the floor reading his book, just kind of looks up and, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> and everyone else. And she'll just motion to the rest of the crew. <laughs> Unnamed crew who I don't know the names of. And this is my this friend. This is Tandy, and this is uh, Joaquin, and, and this is uh, Stonejaw. And this is Jerry. <laughs> nice. I love the idea that Mary is just making these names up on the fly. Oh, she absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, and this dragon kind of waits for you to finish as mm. you're introducing everyone. Let's roll a little. Quite clearly, as you can see from the smirk on his face, and it's interesting seeing a dragon smirking, but quite clearly from the smirk, realizes that Mary has no idea <laughs> what the names of the vast majority of the crew are. She's trying, it could um, be right. Waits for you to finish and just, a pleasure to meet you, Mary and Ethan and Seth and Gunnark. I am Bazdor. Bazdor? You're yes. very handsome. Hmm. Thank you. So are you. <laughs> um, now that we uh, formally know each other, is there a way that uh, my friends and I can uh, kind of take a lift in the sky with you? Unacceptable! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roland. <laughs> you have insulted his heritage. <laughs> there is this enormous buffet of air as he flaps once. You're kind of like pushed down into the deck from the force of the current as he rockets up into the air, twists and just nose dives down towards you and kind of stops like feet from Ethan's face <laughs> and just that's very presumptuous of you. At least buy a dragon a drink first. <laughs> and just starts <laughs> chuckling to himself. <laughs> oh, I, I, I have like a lot of wine. Do you want... <laughs> Mary, you got that? Huh? Yeah, You got wine? a drink? Yeah. Where's that jug? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Runs back down into the cargo hold. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime so, uh, later, she returns. <laughs> there you go. Will this do? Or were you serious about the drink? I hope so. That was a long run. It was a real long run. <laughs> kind of scratches his chin with a claw and just... <laughs> and you watch as his form starts to, like, twist inwards. And he drops to the deck in the form of a fairly average-looking, about 30-year-old adult male human... Um, but with like almost like bronze slash coppery long hair kind of down to his chest long dwarven style beard and just the eyes are just solid copper uh i will happily accept a drink is okay, anybody yeah. else shocked from this i mean i <laughs> I, I turn yeah. and look at ethan and i go ethan and just mold my face to look like the dragon's <laughs> face. We can do that too. <laughs> yeah, but he's a dragon, a and he was big. Yeah. He was real big, and but now yes, he's... the the size is a bit shocking. But the sh changing of shape, he's a race too. The I don't know why this dragon. is shocking me so much. Well, it's not the size that matters; it's what you do with it. <laughs> Just chuckles to himself are again. Are you a Companions Guild member? Are you a member of the Iniquitous Guild? No, but I have heard of them. You, you keep saying our mottos. I keep wondering. 
Um, yeah. So meanwhile, Mary will somehow get enough focus to to pour some wine into the little cup like that comes with her mess she's kit. She's tried about five times now and just got distracted. Yeah, but also keep in mind that it's it's in the halfling sized cup that comes with the yeah. halfling sized mess kit. So she's basically handing this guy a thimble of wine. But that's what she has available. Thank you. <laughs> Takes it delicately. Sips. So, where are you headed on this fine night? Somewhere to the 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 elven one, where where the elves have done some stuff. Um, a thistlewood. Yes. Yeah. Also victory. Excellent. We are always headed towards victory, doing saving and stuff. We're heroes. <laughs> like by to the way. hear that. Well, it's always a pleasure to be in the company of heroes. Please do. And he just like immediately sits cross-legged on the deck. Regale me with some of your exploits. <laughs> always love a good story. And just start sipping the wine again. Seth no longer likes this dragon. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't like heroes. Ah, that's right. Hero <clears throat> is a bad word to them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Muriel, sit down. Okay, so first there was, we went <laughs> First there was from, nothing, and then there was It exploded, <laughs> and then there was me. And <laughs> Some stuff happened, and now I'm here. And Mary said, let there be teeth. Yes. Uh, we were, we were in Dragon's End, and there was an, there were an invasion, and we fought some people, and there was a cave. And there was this crystal and I touched it and I saw the gods pretty sure. And then we chased them and we saved some people and we fought a god or a demigod, son of a god, something. He got away though. That wasn't good. Uh, be on the lookout for oh, those no. guys. Did, yeah, real did bad. Did we actually ever fight him? Or did we well, just watch him leave? Very closely I, though. He, he was part <laughs> of the experience, you know? He was- Well, if he, <laughs> if he was the son of a god or a demigod, not fighting him was probably the best move. Yeah, but we I did fight his minion, this Dark Knight guy. And then after that, at some point we fought some, some little Drake things. And then we recently fought I've some Wyvern things. i my fair share of Dark Knights. Mm. You, yeah. And then... Looks off wistfully into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> and then I played this game where I got to punch this guy. That was fun. Uh, what else have we done, guys? We've done a lot. Uh, cage fighting. We did cage fighting. Oh yeah, we did some cage fighting. Also, Ooh. oh, recently we helped take down uh, this sort of beholder with these mind flayer things that were like eating people's brains. On here, yeah, actually. That sounds terrifying. It was. It was very. It was scary. Mm -hmm. Almost lost one of our own. Unfortunately, wow. we can't bring you the body, but uh, one of our own um, kind of made them not i'm not sure how any of it oh uh, yeah it was real sad one of our friends went boom Thank yeah you. well i'm sorry for your loss scoots closer <laughs> hey mary am i yeah. passing a drink now sure yeah i need a cup i only had the one quick <laughs> I kind of gave him my sippy cup so i'm all out if you'll <laughs> so give me your cup i'll you. give you yeah, pulls out fine. the tea set and like, we can we can use this. Yeah, That'll I don't work. see any danger coming anytime soon. Let's just 
Let's relax. Ooh, it's been a while since I've had a tea party. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Very adult tea party in this case. Well, uh, let's see. I'm 250 uh, about three weeks ago. Oh, happy belated and, uh, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's see. My my best friend is actually one of the good uh, chromatic dragons, which you wouldn't expect. Uh, usually the red dragons are quite ferocious assholes, but mm, you yeah, know, Boris is a is a good lad. He's a good lad. We we get What's along famously. Uh, Boris. Boris. Yes, the flaming terror of the West. Boris. But he's okay. <laughs> Yes, he's actually quite charming. Uh, of course, very easy to get on his bad side. Uh, as a red dragon, he does have the infamously short temper of his heritage, but he's quite a charming fellow. Uh, but you're you're like else? your friends. Yes, we're friends. We're okay. Mary jots that down. Any children? No, unfortunately, not yet. I'm not quite ready to settle down. I'm still very young. Uh, way too young to be having children of my own yet. Uh, what was this dragon's name? This is one day. Brasdor. Uh, which one? The the one we're talking to. I did. The brass one is Brasdor. Brasdor. Thank you. Brasdor. Well, either way, I feel like uh, you know, for a young chap like yourself, very handsome looking, you'd catch the eye of a dragonette. Thank you. Are you hitting on me, good sir? No, that's uh, that's Seth's job. Fair enough. <laughs> Leans back. <laughs> I'm not sure um, you have the pockets to afford that, though. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Don't I judge mean, a man before seeing his hoard. Not, not He's saying a dragon. you don't have it. Not <laughs> saying that you don't have it. I don't think you have it in your pockets. Because you didn't have like, pockets you... previously. <laughs> well... Mentioning this, you do notice he is wearing like long coat-tailed suit, and he kind of opens up the the jacket, reaches into a pocket that should not be able to contain it, and just pulls out a very large, ornate chalice. Never judge a man before seeing his hoard. Slides I stand corrected in. about the pockets. My my mistake. It's, um, it's like um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, depending where you're from, if you've possibly ever come across them, but you know those uh, those little creatures that people often keep as pets? I believe they call them hamsters. Uh, you know how they often store food in their cheeks? Dragons can do the same with small amounts of treasure, but obviously oh. not in our cheeks. We have a small pocket under our wings, actually, that people mm. don't often know about. Mm. Oh, it's good to know. It's almost like an armpit for wings. Promptly starts scribbling Secret? down. Dragons Secret have a pocket. pocket. <laughs> Yeah, so Mary that. gets out her one her her one page from the yeah. one page mage and starts like you don't say about right here is where that pocket would be. Yeah, you uh, here, as you like here. show him the page, the eyebrows raise. Uh, yes. Excellent. Like you could see he's scanning the page. Like what is going on here? <laughs> so about I that, am a um... student of nature. I can see how did... you're getting along well. Keep at it. <laughs> now, forming from a dragon to your current form, uh, how are you yes. dressed? I mean, where does your clothes go? Uh, magic. Makes sense. Magic is pretty cool like that. 
nods. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, let's see, what else have I done recently that would interest you? Uh, well, there was there was talk of a, a large sea monster around the Azean Sea, uh, but I ate that. Okay. Uh, he wasn't quite as... I was expecting a kraken, uh, not just a kind of mid-to-large octopus that had been terrorizing a few small ships. So I thought I'd help out, and I ate him. That's very um, nice of you. As one does. I'm a nice guy. You seem like a really <laughs> nice guy. Although normally nice guys don't have to say Dang. that they're nice guys. I recommend not saying it. Just be it. Well, sometimes I feel like I do have to say it because people see a dragon and immediately freak out. But you're a pretty I'm brass one. I'm very fortunate that this Aether Cannon wasn't turned on me. This is true. But some people are terribly, terribly speciesist. <gasps> That's terrible. You know, they, they have attacks on their towns from, frankly, the nasty ones. You know, all the chromatics. You know what the chromatics are like. And really they, they attribute it to all dragons. Misinformed. Damn. They are. It's I, terribly insulting. I will I say bet. I have a tendency to approach things as as vastly larger than me with caution, not animosity, just caution. Well, caution is understandable, and frankly, I wouldn't blame it. But just outright attacking for no reason. No, it's just no, a bit never. Of a dick move. Never, never. That lacks decorum entirely. Oh, of course. Well, you can always join our uh, band of misfits if you got nowhere else to go. Yeah, you want to you want to travel around with us? Fucking <laughs> It'd be fun. Yeah, you we know? got some fun stuff ahead of us. That's for sure. I have some places to be soon, but perhaps I'll take you up on that. You got a calling card? We can get in contact somehow. Stones is far speech, anything like that. Unfortunately not, um, but I can travel vast distances quite quickly, so I imagine I could find you again at some point. You totally should. You should come find us, hang out. Uh, I think once we get some some time off, you know, we're going to like do like a little group vacay. You should come hang out. Beach totally. episode. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean... I, I do have your sense now, too, and that does help in yeah. uh, tracking you down, should I wish to, and I should don't... you not be too far away. I don't always smell like dead wyvern, just so we're very clear on that. That's good to know. Yeah. Ethan's on his second cup of uh, ale. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, presumably, as most... Uh, Humanoids uh, do. I presume you'll be wanting to head off to sleep or something sometime soon. So I uh, shall humbly return this to you and kind of hands the halfling cup back to Mary and uh, bid you all farewell. As, like, you notice now as he stands up, the whole crew this entire time have just been <laughs> staring at you guys, wide-eyed, mouths hanging open. <laughs> like, you notice now the entire deck has gone silent, and everyone's just like... What? <laughs> yeah. I turn, I turn to the crew. The secret ingredient is decorum. 
It's true. <laughs> well, this has been charming. Pleasure getting to know you all. Uh, it's been great, yeah. May you all farewell in the rest of your endeavors. Uh, perhaps we shall meet again. And he just jumps and back into a dragon. I'll be seeing you around. And just starts flying off into the night. Oh, we never got that right. Oh, well, I mean, we he... It <laughs> it's, maybe it's something personal, you know? Maybe. Be like, uh, hey, Seth, do you if, think we can I... turn into that? Well, you should try. Do it. Well, I mean, I want to, but then again, I don't know. I don't have magic to conceal my clothes. Um, they might just shred in pieces. Oh, so you have to get Nike <laughs> right. first. So what we do is we get you a all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to do it. So Ethan starts undressing. Turn away, Mary. So it's just holds up a blanket. Okay. Does the like, okay. does the like the beach change thing like holds the blanket up, looks back, and just like starts a casual conversation with Mary about it. Ethan takes everything off, and then jumps up in the air just like the guy and attempts to form into a dragon. What he just saw, mimic the same dragon form. I feel like, given the limitations <laughs> of changelings, what would happen is Ethan likely turns into a brass dragonborn, <laughs> which is probably about as close as he can get. <clears throat> because, as far as I remember, I haven't looked at the ability recently, but I'm pretty sure you can't spontaneously grow wings. True. And I yeah. think even the tail would be hard as well. So, I think so you'd be... It doesn't say you can't. It just says is you it... have to have the same amount of limbs and... So technically, wings would be an extra limb in my mm -hmm. mind. So yeah. you'd probably so. would I? I would think you would turn more into like the dark. It's like break. a half dragon, dragonborn combo, basically. I basically just um, turn into a drake with no wings. And <laughs> given that in my world, dragonborn can have tails, you'd basically be a tailless. Dragonborn, Drake, half dragon combo meal deal. Man, <laughs> good thing I didn't jump off the boat Who is doing also this. Completely naked. <laughs> well, you probably have like scales to cover. Yeah. Your bits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. That was worth a try. I'm just glad I didn't. My first thought was jump off the he boat. Was trying to mimic didn't have a ginormous penis hanging down, so he wouldn't have imitated that. <laughs> Thank God. I think dragons would be way less uh, adored if they had yeah, external yeah. genitalia. Oh yeah. They would be horrifying no matter what color they are. See, I think I, I think they might be um, equally as adored just by very different groups. Very much smaller groups, you know, like yeah. very niche groups. Yeah. Very, very Selective. niche groups. Yeah. The scalies. Mm. Well, I but guess I think I'll just by and large, uh, it wouldn't just be the breath weapon people would be afeared. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> so Ethan transforms back and uh, gets dressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The crew are still watching <laughs> in shock. It was the valiant effort. 
Yeah, uh, didn't go as planned. Oh well. What if we do it together, Seth, and we can turn into a dr huge, huge dragon? No, I'm just... dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can tell I that the alcohol just... is finally hitting Ethan. It's just oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we would just turn into two of what you just turned into. And but also that's pretty awkward. cool. Or Ethan's trying to fusion dance with Seth. <laughs> I... I can't turn into anything, so... You got one up on me. You learn magics. Just like... I, if I were to I try can. to teach you. Yeah, I can, I can learn some magics. Not I, like... Uh, not like the same way like a wizard can or something. You know, I still have to like... Embryol has to kind of fuel my fire if you if you get it. I I walk through the like mental processes of uh, mask of many faces disguised self. Like, so you you picture a flower in your mind, and then that flower becomes clothing. It's a it's a uh, very vague concept, it, like just really weird descriptions, because <laughs> I only ever do this in my head. I will think on this. <laughs> yes, yeah, Seth, it's not working. I'm trying. <laughs> you look back and Ethan's grown a second head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tandy. Stonejaw, <laughs> Bethany, how's it going? No one responds. <laughs> Guys, it's getting a little weird. <laughs> Can't believe there's not a single Tandy here. Back to their posts. We have like 15 Tandies back home. I can't believe there's not one here. There's Tandy hey, with an I, Tandy with a Y, <laughs> Tandy Mary with an I-E. Oh, Mind filling the uh, filling me up again. He hands out his cup. Okie dokie, buddy. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> so, around this point, I'll say, seeing as you've said the alcohol started to affect him a bit, I'll say <laughs> Ethan probably doesn't notice this. But, Mary, um, you start to hear what seems to be like the sound of like vague buzzing almost like how bees buzz but more almost like more mechanical in a way just in the distance kind of drifting across the wind you guys you guys hear in the uh it's like a guys Thank you so much for listening. Remember, 
the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.